Yo, 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 what the fuck is up, people? It's Ron. It's Ron Sense. We are back at it. We got another episode for you this week. How about it? We are on fire for 2021. Uh, so, this episode, we're going to cover the NFL games. We'll give you my picks and, and whatnot. We'll go through each one coming up this weekend. Pretty fucking pumped. Honestly, the mo- the thing I'm most pumped about is the fact that there's not even college football like available to tempt me into just losing all of my money at the moment. So that is clutch. I mean, I, you know... Uh, obviously, the I believe the game's supposed to be on Monday still, so I mean it is coming up here pretty soon. But um, you know, it's it, I got a couple days at least to build some padding, right? Ideally, and and, and apparently I, I had read some reports that apparently Ohio State was trying to get it pushed back because of like COVID or something. Um, but anyways, right, we're we're mainly here for the NFL picks here. I, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to go into my, my college football bets because, uh, like I said before, I, I'm fucking worthless right now. Uh, so NFL-wise, right, so let's go down the list. We've got uh, the uh, Colts and Bills to start things off. So this this game to me uh, i mean so for me I, i'm looking at it and i like the bills at six and a half i think that six and a half is uh fine i think seven seven would be a little bit sketchy uh, i'm not sure i would like betting the bills quite as much at seven um i i know that the colts are a good team they're they're a pretty good team but a- actually if you look at it um they're if you kind of look at some of their deeper numbers like they're plus minus and whatnot. Um, they're actually not as good of a team. And and, and I, I think that this kind of bears itself out in their inconsistent offense. And, um, and I mean, you know, like Philip Rivers has been fine, but he like overall he hasn't really been that great. So um, and, and then like T.Y. Hilton has sort of gotten on a little bit of a run here. But I, for, you know, for the majority of the year, he was not like – also the T.Y. Hilton we're used to, you know, that's it's just not what you'd think of. So to me, I, I think that the Bills are just hot right now. You also have the Bills playing at home, which is a huge deal. Uh, the weather, I, I want to say, is actually not terrible for it. But still, I mean, it's outdoors. It's going to be, you know, uh, let me look up the weather here really quick for you. Um in Buffalo, New York. So, yeah, tomorrow's a high of 36. So, the game's at 1 o'clock, so it'll probably be right around its high. So, let's say it is 36 degrees. That's still pretty fucking cold, like, for for a, an NFL game to be played. And especially for the Colts, who play in a dome. So, not only do they play in a dome, but if you think about it, right... So most of their games out of the year, so they play the Texans, also in a dome, although it's warm down there anyways. They play the Jags, where it's outdoors, but it's uh, it's not that cold. Like, it, you know, I guess northern Florida, you'd be surprised, I guess, how cold it does get. But, like, still, I mean, we're not talking Buffalo cold. And same thing for Nashville. Nashville is another city where um, 
you know, I, I can tell you personally gets, uh, much colder than one would expect. You think of Tennessee as being in the South. Uh, it's not that South. <laughs> it still gets cold down here, but <clears throat> again, not Buffalo cold. So otherwise think about it. The Colts, uh, and, and, and I'd have to actually look, let's see their, their, their schedule here because I don't even think that they've had to play that many, um, of these games recently where they would have, it would be cold out, you know? So yeah, what they played the Jags at home. Uh, they played the Jags in Indy. They played the Steelers in Pittsburgh. And uh, that weekend in, in at that, on that day, it was actually like a pretty nice day. I was up in Pennsylvania actually on that day that they played. It was a pretty fucking, I was literally outside in a t-shirt. So not that cold. Played the Texans in Indy, played the Raiders in Las Vegas, played the Texans in, in Houston. So, um, you know, they played, okay, so they, they let's see, they played the Titans in the second week of, or the third week of November, which it was still pretty warm in Tennessee at that time. So, yeah, I mean, you're you're looking at it like the Colts haven't played in a game sub probably 50 degrees or out like outside or sub 50 degrees in what? Uh all year. So, you know, you're going to go into this cold weather uh, and I think again kind of speaking on how hot the Bills are right now, I I just don't see where the advantages lie for the for the Colts to really try and take anything on from the Bills. I, I just think that the Bills defensively, um, while they haven't been the overwhelming Bills defense, I think that we're we've been kind of used to the past couple of years, especially like when the Bills were like not a very good team, like they're an average team at best, but their defense was really good. Um, that's not that defense anymore, but it, they're still very good. Obviously, they have Tre'Davious White, who's you know. Um, top three cornerback in the league. I think that that's a, a fair statement without getting too much debate. Um, so uh, I, I think that overall, and, and the way that their offense is going right now, and I mean, especially like Stefan, the Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen combination is just insane right now. So uh, to me, I, I think that this is the Bills minus six and a half. I, I'm taking it. If for some reason you felt so inclined that you wanted to go indie, I, I think as far as like from a statistical standpoint and, and like a um, expected value, uh, actually I I believe that the money line at plus two forty is a better value bet than for you to bet the spread. So from that perspective, if you wanted to throw some math behind it, um, your your expected value would be higher betting the money line than it would be uh, the spread. And um, for those of you, if you don't know, expected value considers the amount of money that you could win, right? It, it, it considers your reward and it considers your chance of winning that reward. So when you multiply those two things, basically your chances of winning and your uh, your the amount that you would win. You multiply those two things, expected value in this case, um, that can be affected by um, biases and whatnot. But for for a simple uh, a simple case like this, you're just really looking at how much would you win, how much like how much risk is there, what's the odds of winning, um, and and actually if you take those things, you you'd overall have a higher expected value. 
uh, out of the money line. So the the value is there on the money line. Um, the spread is it's close, but still, like I said, I mean, to and to me, uh, this just feels like a game where if the Colts are going to cover, they're going to win, and you know if the Bills are going to win, they're going to cover. That that's the way I I see this game. So uh, over under at fifty one. The weather, it seems like it's going to be nice other than it's cold. But, you know, to me, uh, you know, cold weather games, they, they always kind of make me want to go under. And especially, like, again, like the Colts defense is not bad. I know that they've had some games where they kind of let up a bunch of points. But um, I think overall still the Colts defense is not bad. I think that the Buffalo defense isn't bad. I think the the Colts offense is suspect, especially considering, like I said, we're going to be in the cold. I don't know what the wind is looking like. That could be a factor if you want to consider that waiting up until game time uh, tomorrow. But uh, to me, you know, I, I think that, like, you know, it, it this uh, this just feels like uh, Buffalo and under to me. I don't know. But, look, I mean, the Buffalo Bills have given up a lot of points, too. I mean, the, the actually, the Bills have been going over quite a bit lately. So... Does that mean they keep a trend going? Does that mean they're due for an under? Uh, you know, we'll see. But to me, that that's what I'm looking at. So the next game on the list is the uh, Rams Seahawks. So this is a this is going to be like I said in the other podcast. I think this is the most um, well matched up. Uh, game this this weekend i think this is the one that that has like the highest um likelihood as far as like good competitive football goes and uh this is one where uh, i actually i like the rams at plus three and in fact actually this is another situation where um the expected value uh when you consider the expected value uh, of taking the Rams plus three versus getting the Rams money line at plus 142, it, it it comes out a little higher. So from a statistical standpoint, you have an edge betting the money line over the spread. Um, or you could be like me where you bet both. You know, like uh, a lot of times I bet both and 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 so be it. It's somewhat of a hedge. It, you know, it's, it's like kind of like a sort of a hedge, but, you know, it depends. Like, right, do you want to split your money or do you just want to double down? So, but... That's what I'm looking at. I, I like the. I think I like the Rams a lot in this in this game. The over under at 42 and a half to me that looks like a pretty juicy over. Uh, I, I mean, the weather's got to be especially bad, and we'll keep an eye on it. I, I don't know exactly the weather situation, and, and and I know in Seattle things can change so quickly, especially in the winter. So, I, I'm I'm not gonna really even look at the weather right now for that game. I, I'm just gonna see. But barring any like horrible weather uh i like the over at 42 and a half i just think that um while the rams defense is really good uh the seahawks defense is not and so i think the rams offense is going to be able to score and i I mean obviously you know russell wilson does his thing they score points in ridiculous ways it doesn't make any sense to me i hate them um generally speaking as a football team so um, I, I mean, this feels more like an over game. Uh, so if you're gonna, if you're gonna go on it, I mean, my preferred pick is the Rams money line. Uh, and then after that, you know, I, I like the over and I'll, I'll probably bet the spread too, just 
because I'm a degenerate. Why, why stop at one? You know, why, 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 why not double down? So, um, let's see. The next game on the list here, we've got the Buccaneers and Washington football team. All right, so this line is, uh, this one, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I don't feel super comfortable with this, even though I've really been on the Bucs this year. I just think that the Bucs are just a really, really good team. Seven and a half's a lot, but I got to take them. I got to take the Bucs at seven and a half, I know. Uh, the, you know, the, the big thing is, um, these are both teams, as I've said before, that I've been betting a lot this year. They've actually been pretty decent money wise, at least for me in terms of when I'm betting them. But the, uh, you know, Washington, I, I just don't know where they're going to generate the offense that really is able to, um, do anything substantial against the Bucks defense that's actually quite good. So, uh, to me, this looks like a Bucks at minus seven and a half and the under forty four and a half. Uh, I, I just don't really see. Uh, I, I just don't really see where else. Like, I, I don't know. I I I actually see that some projections look at Washington as. Um, the better bet, um, at, you know, plus, plus seven and a half, or, well, actually this one's looking at it where they're plus eight, but right now I see them at plus seven and a half. So, um, and the, it it seems like the over under number is a pretty good number based on the averages and, and, and all, but uh, I don't know. Uh, And, and this is outside in Washington where, it could get, you know, the, the weather is probably not great. It, it's definitely at the very least a little cold. I, I don't know. This this just looks like a game where we're looking at an under. I, I mean, ugly games get played in Washington all the time. So this that's just what that looks like to me. It, it's also absolutely fucking hilarious that the Bucks have to go to Washington. But, <laughs> you know, like, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know how how the hell that they managed that where the 7 and 9 team is hosting the 11 and 5 team but that's fucking 2020 football season for you i guess um so i i don't know that there's that much more i really have for you on in terms of analysis that's just straight up like i like the bucks at seven and a half i like the under at 44 and a half i i i don't really have a lot to give you there so you know, take it for what it what what you will. So then the Sunday games, right? We start off with the Ravens Titans. Um, this is a big revenge match for the uh, for the Ravens. Um, that being said, I think I like the Titans. Like I just think that the way that the Titans play football is really detrimental to how the Ravens want to you know play football. Um, and so I, I just look at it that Titans plus three, and, and quite frankly, I think, uh, let's see here. The, um, uh, yeah, actually, you do, you, you do get a, a slightly better value out of the spread than the uh, money line, which is right now at, um, let's see. Plus one fifty four, so 
that I mean, you know, and, and that may surprise you, especially because right, the Rams was plus one forty two. So how can you say, well, the Rams have better value on on the the money line uh, when theirs is a shorter odds versus the the Titans at longer odds, even though the spread's the same, and, and that that just has to consider the 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 chances of winning, which you know. Um, to me, I mean, personally, I, from a, you know, from more of like the qualitative perspective, right, I look at it and I think the, the Titans actually have a really good chance of winning. So maybe I will take the money line, but quantitatively, it's telling you that their odds of winning are not as high, but their odds of covering are a little bit better. So um, that, you know, that... Um, and I should say specifically the odds of covering without winning, right? Because obviously if you win, you cover in the in the case where you're the underdog, right? We, we, we all understand that. But um, obviously under all the circumstances in which you win, you make more money off the money line than the, the cover in, in that case. So basically the only place where uh, you get value out of the spread is by uh, covering and not winning, right? So the odds of covering without winning are higher for the Titans than in the case of the Rams, right? Which means, well, what what that means at the very least is that the Rams have a higher chance of winning straight up than the Titans. And, and obviously that bears itself out in the money line uh, odds, right? The 142 versus the 154. Um, the over-under at 54.5, I, I'm going to keep my eye on the weather here, but to me this looks like an over. And, and I, I know that that's... That's a huge amount of points, and, and I don't think I've betting over at this high of a number this year. Um, but games go over for the Titans, man. Like, the Titans um, do not play that good of defense, but they just somehow, you know, find a way, and they score a good amount of points, man. I mean, who's, who's fucking tackling Derrick Henry in the cold? Not me. Fuck no. Nuh-uh. And then, uh, I, you know, and then on the Ravens' side of the ball, they move the ball fast, so... Um, I, I think that there's actually a really good shot at the over here at 54 and a half, even at that high of a number. I know it's, it looks ridiculous. Even to me, honestly, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, you know, sort of shocked at, at myself for looking at that and saying like, I kind of like that over, but, um, y- you know, I, it's, it, it's, and the and again, this quantitatively that does not bear itself out. Quantitatively, it looks like the better the better bet here is the under, but um, you know, and just because like when you look at like their average game scores, right, and you just look at the way that the, both teams play football, you look at the conditions of of the time of the year. This would certainly lend itself to being an under game, right? They both run, they both, you know, uh, play a little bit of ball control, but they both can score fast. And, and, uh, I don't know. And, and the Ravens defense isn't bad. And, but I don't know, uh, this, something just, something's just not sitting right with me on the under in this game, because, you know, my first reaction is I look at that number and I'm like, that's got to be under, right? 54 and a half is too big, too big of a number. I don't, I don't bet over that ever. And for some reason, that's not sitting well with me. It feels like almost like a trap, you know? So, um, that, you know, I like the Titans. I like the, uh, I like the over right now. Uh, next game, uh, here we go. <laughs> Bear Saints. 
So, like I said, right, in, in the other podcast, the uh, only chance the Bears win this game is they have to get really ugly. Like, this just has to be a dreadful game. Now, I read some, I, I, I heard some reports that supposedly Kamara might be able to play. Seems a little odd. I mean, I thought he tested positive for COVID like a week ago. I didn't realize he could get back so soon, but apparently it's a possibility. So, um,. You know, under those circumstances, that really fucking sucks for the Bears if, if uh, Kamara can play. <clears throat> um, but I do like the Bears at plus 10. I just, and, and and trust me when I when I tell you, I almost never look at a Bears spread and say, I feel good about taking the Bears here, no matter what the spread is. Just, just, I, I mean, you, you, you've, a fan of the bears and bet on the bears long enough. And you just realize that like nothing should be taken for granted with this team. So, but again, you know, just 10 seems like just too much. The, the defense, even though they've been playing like shit lately is not that bad. Uh, the saints offense is, I I just don't think that the saints offense is that explosive that we're going to see, um, you know, them able to pull away that much. And I, I think that, you know, our offense isn't great, but somehow, like, it, it, we just seem like we're better than we have been to some degree. It's like, I, I know we're, we're, we're kind of working in the margins here because, like, better than we have been, like, we're like a fucking, like, 10 points a game team or some shit, you know, the past couple, couple of years. Yeah, I mean, just fucking awful, awful, awful offense so you know take that for what it is i mean but i have some sense of like a greater trust in our offense to score some points more so than maybe even a year ago right so which could be enough because again this is a huge spread we're talking double digits in a playoff game okay so um i i think that i i may take it uh, i mean plus 380 on the money line man is uh, tempting just because of how long those odds are, but god damn, I don't know about the Bears winning this. But over under at 47, um, I, this is one where, I, I mean, I kind of want to, or 47 and a half actually, I, I like the under here. Um, I, I, Bears have been going over somewhat recently, um, which is, again, where it's sort of like this offense is kind of weirdly getting some points on the board that's fucking over the over-unders because a lot of the Bears-unders tend to be kind of low for a reason. Uh, but that being said, uh, 47.5, I think that the Saints... I mean, the Saints defense is good. And so I think that's going to pose a threat to the Bears offense scoring. I think the Bears defense is good enough that under the right circumstances, this could be a tight, low-scoring game. Uh, even... Even if this game ends up looking like the Saints have full control, uh, I, I still think that it's a game where the Saints could be in control the whole game and not cover. So um, I, I like the Bears in the under here. Um, actually, my line moved down to plus nine and a half, which I don't love as much. I definitely don't love that as much. I may wait and see if I can't get 10. I, I have a feeling it might go back to 10. So I, I'm hoping that it can get back to 10. Um so that that's that's where I'm looking at there. Uh, final game, the uh, let's see, uh, Brown Steelers. 
Okay, big fucking rivalry matchup, a, a you know a rematch from last week, and um, you know this is one where I, you know I talked about it earlier, but I, I think that the Steelers have a much better opportunity to adjust based off of last week, and the fact that Mason Rudolph went off against the Browns' dreadful, dreadful defense, um, and that they get to play in Pittsburgh, and Ben's home road splits are not. You know something to overlook. Um, I I, I got to go the Steelers here. I, I just got to imagine that the Steelers figure it out in the playoffs. Uh, I I think minus six is a a, a fine number. I, I think I'm I'm perfectly comfortable with minus six. Uh, you know I I'm perfectly comfortable, frankly, with um, minus six and a half. So. And don't forget, you know, uh, Kevin Stefanski is out with COVID, right? So their head coach is is out, which is, you know, pretty fucking huge. Like, um, and overall, they've had a little bit of a COVID outbreak here. But, you know, it sounds like they've got it under control here now. Like, no new cases, but it's still a decent, you know, bit of cases that are going to have an effect on the team. Um, and, and, and so I like the under. Uh, this is another one. I mean, especially considering the Steelers' offense has not been showing you any signs of life the past couple weeks. Uh, I think that this is sort of like, you know, a 14-7 kind of game or like a 21-7 kind of game or 21-10, you know. Low scoring. I I don't, you know, I I think that the Steelers still manage to, you know, cover by a touchdown. And and so I I like Steelers and under here. I, I think that just... You know, the Steelers' offense plays enough defense against itself for the Browns, you know, to kind of stay alive. And, I, I mean, the Steelers' defense is obviously quite good, and, and the Browns' offense is uh, not bad, but, um, I, I mean, it's it's pretty heavily reliant on Nick Chubb at this point. And so, um, which isn't to say he can't do it. I mean, Nick Chubb is a fucking, you know, a god out there, apparently, but... Yeah, so I like um, Pittsburgh in the under. Uh, those are those are all my picks for this weekend. Uh, let me know what you guys think on your picks. You know, I'm 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 not sold on any of these. If anybody has any reasoning that I'm not seeing here on why something should be something else, you know, I, I'm happy to hear it. So so please, you know, let me know in the comments or or shoot me a DM and and let me know what your thoughts are on these games coming up. But You know, that's it for me on on this episode. I know it's kind of a quick one, you know, quick 30 minutes, quick and dirty, whatever. But, uh, you know, obviously it's only, you know, it's not that many games to go through. So, uh, whatever, you you have six games, I think, right? So, um, that's all for me. And enjoy your weekends. Peace out.